Hello, welcome back to Best Slapped. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. And we're here again. Yes, the week after Thanksgiving. It feels like a longer week, I think, because there's so rough. much time off. Although we are going to Cornell. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to be there. Um, Thursday uh, night. Yeah, on Thursday. So two days from now. If you are a Cornell student and you're listening, we're going to be in Phillips Hall. I don't remember what I time. don't even know if there's any tickets left for them to come, but you can try. Well, it's not tickets, but it's our, like, we RSVPs. Have, we're already over capacity in RSVPs, but, like, some people don't show up. So you should still show up. Yeah, this is, and for those of you who, do, who don't know, that is our alma mater. Yes. We are um, Cornell alum, and we are going back. We're excited to eat at all the cool restaurants. I love how that's what we're excited for. <laughs> oh, and to speak at Cornell. Yeah. Very excited. Right, and we're excited to go to the one bar that's left. Which one is left? I think Ruloff's only. Is that even a bar? I feel like it's more of a it's restaurant. It's a bar pub. Okay. That's why I got to survive, because it wasn't just a bar. Okay, how was your Thanksgiving? It was pretty good, actually. Like, relatively chill. Yeah. Um, as, which is good for my family Thanksgivings because they usually get, like, very intense because I'm usually with my – we go with our dad. So it's me and, like, five of my sisters. And we usually, like, almost murder each other. But this year was pretty nice. That's great. I went to Florida. Oh, oh yeah. With your um, – Mother. With your mom who now lives there. That's exciting. Yeah. Was it warm? It was so warm and nice. I'm so jealous. I know. I wish I mean, I, I was just in Mexico, but still. Yeah. I wish I could just be there all the time. All right. You could be. No. But not, I mean, you can't. Have work. But, like, I, <laughs> hypothetically speaking okay um what's going on so let's well why don't we talk about amanda Bynes? yes so she there was when was the paper magazine article published yesterday monday so sunday yesterday. or monday okay can you i didn't get a chance to read it why don't you give me like a brief overview okay so basically she's it seems like she's doing much better mm-hmm. than when we last encountered her um okay so basically in the interview she seems like she's like kind of recovered from her like what appears to be some sort of psychosis. And she says that she's been sober for four years. She's in fashion school and yeah, she's in fashion school. She wants to potentially become a fashion designer, but she wants to get back into acting first. And she basically was like very apologetic in terms of like how she tweeted things that were like kind of fucked up. And she said that Twitter, she ruined her life via Twitter. And that but I feel like also she was doing some crazy stuff IRL. It was well, it was it was because she was on drugs. She was like she said that like after she decided to like quote unquote retire, she basically was spending every day pretty much like doing absolutely nothing except like smoking pot all day. Mm-hmm. And like she was also like into like cocaine and and Molly and like that kind of stuff. Adderall. Yes. Oh, and Adderall. She was like really addicted to Adderall when she was like on the set of different movies, like Hall Pass. She said specifically so that she could concentrate. Like no, just so lines? she could like get high. I think. I think oh. it was she's. It's she said it like stopped her from being able to memorize her lines, and she, it made her like really fucked up. And she would like watch the videos of of herself on the screen, and she would like hate how she looked, and she just like was doing all these drugs. And then Twitter, when she wasn't really working as much, she just like kind of was going crazy on Twitter, doing nothing. Like she was literally just tweeting all day, right? While she was like stoned. Well, she is very and, talented. <clears throat> yeah. So now I think. I think now she she's like doing much much better. She hasn't done drugs in four years. She said, and she is has like kind of like receded from Hollywood, I guess. And she wants to like go she back. Go to rehab? I don't know if she went to formal rehab, but she wants. I think her like her parents kind of like helped her. I assume there yeah. must have been some sort of. I mean, rehab. the entire world was like watching her breakdown. 
Yeah. Like, it was really I, sad. Like, in real time almost. Well, something that the article said was that it was, like, it was a different time then. Like, like the internet was much more speculative about, like, people's mental health. I think they were health. also a little meaner. Yeah, meaner and more speculative about, yeah. like, celebrities' mental health. Like, now I think we're more sensitive if, like, Selena Gomez has a breakdown. Like, we feel badly and we don't want to, like, mm-hmm. kind of make it worse. But it used to be, like, people wanted to make well, she it worse. Well, wasn't, she wasn't tweeting crazy shit, Selena Gomez, though. Right, but like Amanda Bynes is making her breakdown more public than it had to be, I guess, or she won. I well, don't know. Well, I think I'm sure probably some celebrities have learned from her mistakes. Right. Well, it's funny. I remember when she was going on that crazy tweet storm, um, and then Chrissy Teigen, who was relatively unknown at the time, she was like just a model, really. I don't think anyone. She wasn't nearly as famous as she is now, and she tweeted something like, "Like Amanda Bynes like needs help. Like she's like." Yeah. So whatever. And she tweeted it at Amanda Bynes and Amanda Bynes was like, who the fuck are you? Or something I like that. I remember that. that. Um, yeah. And, and which is funny because like we're, here we are now. But um, she said she regrets antagonizing people on Twitter. I'm sure as most. I wonder if Donald Trump will ever have a taper magazine interview <laughs> of the same sort. <laughs> I, I think he's a little too old and like over the hill to really like <laughs> return to a place. He's just like, I was abusing Adderall and... <laughs> Yeah. And smoking too much pot. For 70 years. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone that I hurt. Yeah. Um, Do you remember when she used to, like, drive around in her car aimlessly? Yeah. Honestly, like... She was sick. And now I think she she's was better. sick. I have, like... I mean, like, I have sisters who suffered from very similar things, I think. I mean, I don't know about the harder drugs, but from Adderall abuse and from marijuana and, like... I, they don't seem like people use them. I mean, we've used, I've used them. Yeah. Um, it, but like in excess, I do think it fucks with your whole brain chemistry. Oh, for sure. And like it's very, very addictive. Um, Especially probably the combination of the two. Cause one is an upper and one is a downer. And like to basically like, I mean, having my own use of these things, right. it's like, yeah, like the Adderall, like it makes you like up and awake. And then she probably like, wants to like like sleep, sm- sleep right. and smokes and if you don't have anything to do because yeah, she wasn't a lot working, of chemicals like fucking with you also also just like, like all all she had to do was basically nothing you know what i mean if you have to like mm-hmm. go somewhere and like go to work and like you have like friends and you have a life you like doing these things it kind of like gets in the way but i think right. she didn't have anything to like and then that coupled her. with like you have this platform where you're Right, this platform that the usage of which is like relatively new and it wasn't like, like there was no culture. She created, she didn't create it on purpose, but like she was like one of the first people to be part of this like internet mob where celebrities kind of get ruined. Did they disable her Twitter? I I don't remember. they like kicked her off Twitter. It might have been her parents. I thought Twitter might have kicked her off. I don't remember. She was tweeting some, I forgot what she was even tweeting. Right, it's possible. I mean, she was, it was sad, but I think she, I think she's going to make a return. Um, I also listened to the NT lawyer deep dive into her and he said, he actually said a few weeks ago that she was going to like try to make a comeback soon and she knows who he is when she speaks to him. So he was right. Well, good for Amanda. I wish her the best. She's very talented. I hope she does get back into acting. I agree. Mandy, if you have a photo shoot, the paper photo shoot. Yeah. Oh, cool. She looks really good. Good. Yeah. So that was she that. goes to FIT now. I don't know if it's FIT or she? FI something. She's like gotta be 30 something. She's about our age, maybe a little older. She's a tiny bit older. older. Well, speaking of celebrities who have been in paper magazine, Kim Kardashian says that she was high on ecstasy when she got married for the first time. And when she made a sex tape, I find that not surprising. I find it not surprising, but Kim doesn't like do drugs really. Not anymore. 
Right. She's also like what, like thirty seven. Yeah. Like. Right, but like lots of thirty seven year old celebrities do drugs. I think. I think also she's very concerned with her appearance too, and she's. I think she barely even drinks now. She doesn't drink. Right. She probably. That's probably. She looks great. That's probably like part of the reason why. Doesn't she get bored when she goes out and doesn't drink anything? She where is she going out really? I feel like she and the Kanye Met Gala. I feel like she and Kanye, but for the most part, she and Kanye just kind of like sit in their Kylie's twenty first birthday. Kanye. <laughs> <That's> what, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like she's like not now. She's kids. I'm sure she's like right now. She but has like, to tell the nannies what to do. She has she to, go to, to events. Shit. She has to go to events and appearances like all the time. Yeah, but she used to be like a big party girl. She had like there's a thing in there where she talks about like going to with Paris Hilton to like some party city. Maybe it was Mykonos. I forgot where it was. Um, when you said party city, I was like, they went and got like oh, balloons. No, like, like a party <laughs> city of the world and just like getting super fucked up. Um, which I'm sure used to be her lifestyle. I'm sure when she made that sex tape, she was. I mean, she said right. she was. So I guess there's no reason to. Well, just because Kim says it doesn't mean it's true. I don't know why someone would want to say that. Say I mean, that. maybe she wants to have like a reason that she did it that was not like totally sober. Like maybe she wants to blame it on like the drugs. Or I mean, I've like, assume not I, I assume judgment. anyone who makes a sex tape is not like totally sober. That seems like a very awkward thing to. Well, I mean, you could just be like having sex and filming it. Like, you could just be having sex. Who knew, knew that that ecstasy-ridden thing would be, like, the thing that made her famous? Yeah, well, look, our world is, is grateful for that ecstasy trip. And I know this is a few weeks old, but I don't think we talked about it, that Ari and Lauren B. are having a baby. Yeah. Out of wedlock. Indeed. Hmm. Exciting. Uh, I really Why? was hoping that they would, like, not, they would get like separate. i thought they would break up, too. I don't understand why they didn't get married first. Is it weird I already forgot who Becca chose? uh same what the fuck was his name they haven't been Chris? like she hasn't been like no an, garrett G- garrett the the one with the garrett? memes yeah yeah garrett and now colton's oh can you tell me about the colton thing okay that nt lawyer says okay nt lawyer this put is up a whole a, basically sponsored by nt lawyer nt lawyer where we love you um he put up a blind item basically alluding to the fact that colton is gay and will be coming out at the end of the season and that and so like none of the girls have to actually like compete for him they're really competing for a spinoff was the the words he put it in what kind of spinoff like the bachelorette oh like the bachelorette okay yeah or paradise right that so that's kind of i don't remember the exact wording but he did say that he was like they're not really competing well that's what you're competing for there's no motivation to act remotely sane then it'll be a great season yeah i guess so I know. They think, I feel like that's not a good look for him, though. To be gay? To be, like, pretending to be straight and then come out at the end of the season. Maybe he is, he didn't, I don't know, maybe he's not fully, like, comes to terms with his sexuality. And he realized it from being on national television? Or maybe he realized, like, or maybe he was, like, trying to hide it and he realized, like, I can't hide it anymore. He's, like, Southern, right? Like, I don't, I don't think he came from, like, the most liberal of backgrounds where it's, like, oh, like, you can do whatever, be whatever. I'm sure, like, wherever he comes from, there's a little bit of, like, a stigma about it. And he was, like, trying to hide it the whole time. Mm. And then he was, like, oh, shit, like, I can't really hide it anymore. I might as well, like, this is who I am. I might as well just do it, be it. I wonder whatever happened to Dean. Because he was, Dean, Dean was totally, fam. not, not just, okay, was it Dean? Dean? It was the guy on Dez's season that she had Brooks left and the other guy and he was like so gay. He was like definitely gay. Oh, I don't remember his name. Do you remember I, who I'm talking about though? Vaguely, yeah. It wasn't Dean. It was someone, 
Might have been Dean too. I don't remember. Yeah. I wonder what ever happened to that guy. Him. I don't know. I like, really can, wanted to find out. Could ask Kay. By the way, The Bachelor is starting in January about a month. Something. January right? like fifth. I think it's the first Monday in January. The first Monday in January, and you guys should check out the Bachelor podcast. It's hosted by Derek Peth, a former Bachelor contestant, and Kay from our office who you may know as <laughs> not a formal bachelor <laughs> who you may know as k, k- york, york city. city on instagram yes okay let's get to some emails yes well first let's take a quick break okay Guys, so today we are sponsored by Third Love, which is an amazing bra company, and you can get fitted for it online, which is awesome. Yeah, you take this really fun quiz, and they show you like diagrams that you can compare your own boobs with so that you're getting the bra that fits you the best. Different. Everyone knows that every woman has different boob shape, different I don't know sizes. if everyone knows that, which is why this is oh, so revolutionary. Well, then you guys should know they're not not all boobs look the same essentially yeah. and if you go online you can take this quiz and it's like actually kind of fun to do because like you say what size you normally wear you say if your cups are feeling a little big if your straps are too tight all that stuff and third loves offers double the number of sizes that most brands offer they have cups eight through h bands up to 48 and they also invented half cup sizing yeah. which is like that should have been around long ago i never knew that i was a half cup size i'm a i'm a b and a half it's Me so exciting oh, oh my god, god. twins yeah. we should share bras yes great <laughs> but do we have the same shape Okay. They also have a 100% fit guarantee. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find the perfect fit. So if you don't love what you got, your returns are free and easy and you can exchange them. Yeah. So it's hands down the most comfortable bra you'll own. There's tagless labels, which means there's no itching and straps don't slip. And it's like all this, the fabric is ultra soft and smoothing and lightweight and they're super thin memory foam cups. So if you want a Third Love bra, because Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. And right now they are offering our listeners 15% off their first order. You should go to thirdlove.com slash betch now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash batch for 15% off today. And we're back. I'll read the first email. Dear Betches. I just have a lot of feelings. Hey Betches, thanks for the awesomeness. Listen to all your podcasts across the board and they keep me sane. Recently I've had some issues with a close friend. Two questions. What should someone do if a friend won't take your apology? And what is the difference between getting advice about a situation versus talking shit about someone? Backstory. I moved back home home due to some medical issues, so I had an apartment that wasn't living in for, but paying for. My friend decided to sublease from me so we could help each other out. There were some issues with my room not being ready for her to move in. Even though I helped resolve everything the best I could from afar, she stopped answering my texts after she moved in. I tried to apologize and also told her I value her friendship and don't want this to affect a friend I've had for years. She basically told me off and would not accept my apology. Is there anything a girl can do when your good friend doesn't want to make amends? I also have anxiety about not being on good terms with people, so so it may be me overthinking it all. I asked around to some of my close friends on what to do because I felt pretty helpless about the situation. Most of them told me to wait it out a little to try and reach out again later. I did that, and when she replied, she told me she doesn't believe my apology even more now because I'm talking shit about it to our mutual friends. I really had no intention of talking shit, but getting advice and maybe venting a little to a friend that understands both of our personalities where do you draw the line between talking shit and getting advice about a friend i don't want to be the asshole that's talking shit but i also want to be able to talk to my friends about something that's bothering me really appreciate any advice you guys may have the accused batch okay i have some thoughts what are your thoughts okay one is about the question about like where is the line okay first of all i think 
I don't get what she's like that mad about. Like, I don't know what you mean by the room isn't ready. She probably didn't clean it. Okay, so this girl is so if mad. I, at her if I had that to she, guess that it was like she was like the the room was dirty when she walked in. Okay, so this girl like, won't guess. even speak to her because right. Okay, but that seems too small. That Maybe she's like, just like really irritated about it and won't speak to her. That seems know. like very okay. Yeah. Number one, if that that's the number one thing. I don't really like. I can't really. Why wouldn't in. she? She like she wouldn't accept that apology. Right. That's what's weird. It's like Unless that's she like had very. Shit with her before that, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's really weird to not accept an apology, depending on what the what's happening in the room. Like, are you you like right? Is like, like, what like is not ready? Right what now? is not <laughs> ready really mean? Like, yeah. Like, are you selling like crystal meth out of the room, or like was the room right. like needing a dusting? Right. That's what <laughs> I don't know. Because if it's like just like oh, you are a little dirty. Like, you call a cleaning lady, you apologize, and the girl should just accept. Okay. So. But back to your second Unless question. the way that they dealt with it revealed some other issues with their friendship. Right. But it doesn't. That's it's, not clear. Right. So, OK. If a friend won't take your apology, I agree with what your friend said, which is just like kind of wait it out. If she doesn't want to accept your apology, right. like, what can you do? But the second part about like talking shit versus getting advice. I think that is a line. Obviously, that's like kind of a blurry line. But I think the advice, the line is like whether or not what you're saying has an actual purpose to it. And if, if it's going to like achieve something and if you're if actually trying to get advice but what if you're literally just trying to vent into a friend venting, of an, to another friend i think that the venting is talking shit venting it is. is a purpose though like venting is like it's not to be hateful like i think there's a difference between trying to like like well, there, are you trying to turn this mutual friend against her also or are you just like saying it like right. i just need to get it out there i could see where the line would be blurry though because sometimes when you're venting you're not like like trying to necessarily painting like a like completely like like two-sided rational version of the situation right but the friend who's hearing it like knows that like they, they're not stupid they right. know that it you're sounds like she mad. gave you advice so you actually did ask for advice it wasn't yeah. just you being like ex-friend is a total fucking bitch right exactly right, right. and it, it i mean it also i think depends on like how far do you take it like how long are you venting for like how many venting sessions are you having is right. it just like once that you had a you had this conversation you said like i'm happy i got that off my chest and i feel like a little bit better now that i spoke to you about it i'm gonna take your advice mm -hmm. like that seems like okay it's fine it's normal it's kind of your friends sort of annoying for even telling her about it I yeah think. and also like our mutual friend right or unless she you're seems trying, like she's kind of starting trying to start shit right agreed because it's like okay also if you're trying to turn the mutual friend against the first friend then you're being an asshole right making them take sides that's yeah not making venting. them take sides but like i can see like you just want to want to complain about to someone to someone like i can see how that would happen i kind of expect that if i get into a fight with someone they're going to tell someone about it same i get like, tell i'm i don't usually get into a fight with someone in a bubble and then not tell any not like discuss it with anyone right it's like it's like normal collateral damage it's right. gonna happen and you know and like you know this person will talk to some will talk you probably know exactly who they're gonna talk to about it too right and you're like oh now i know she's talking shit about me too blank person and it's sort of like okay but if it's like a real friendship it will like it should go away i don't see why this is some major deal breaker i feel like if if let's say this were us and you did this to me, I would just be like very annoyed and then I would get over it. And right. I, but I would accept your apology to begin with. I would just be, be like, like okay, I feel like apologized. this is more about the, than the, about the room being ready. Like, why don't you tell me what's really going on here? I agree. It can't just be about that. Cause if it's right. just about the room, it's like, get over it. Like right. maybe you could be a little mad, it. but like, and if she won't like tell you what's really going on, she's not a good friend. You should move on. Yeah. Okay. But get your rent check. Oh yeah. Definitely get your rent check. All right next email let's do another one 
Hi, Betches. Thank you for so much for hosting such a great podcast and making my day every time I listen to it. You guys are amazing. Thanks. I have a career-related question for you guys. I'm 22 and will graduate college this December with a bachelor's degree in accounting. I'm starting an internship at a CPA firm the, the first week of January in which they have offered to hire me full-time once I get the unit requirement completed to obtain my CPA license, hopefully by September 2019. Also, I'm a bridesmaid at my friend's wedding and the bachelorette party will be the last weekend of April 2019. I might have to whisk work that Friday of the bachelorette weekend. I am just an intern, so I don't have PTO as an option yet. I can miss work as I please and just take the unpaid days, but I really, really want to make a great first impression of this company and not take advantage of that, especially if they want to hire me full-time later, so I don't know when I should bring this up to them. Or should I still work that day and show up to the bachelorette party late? Is It, it is out of town and will be close to a four-hour drive if I meet them after work in traffic. In general, I don't want to miss work for dumb stuff but i also don't want to be that person who works all the time and doesn't take time off for important stuff too my question how soon is too soon to request time off work at a new job follow-up question in your experience what are acceptable versus unacceptable reasons to miss work thank you trying to work hard but not too hard betch p.s i'll be ordering your books as soon as i start making more money thanks thank you on that note you guys should order when's happy hour work hard so you can hardly work it is available everywhere books are sold or at betches.co slash whh book now let's answer the question i think a lot of it is dependent on the company that you're working for and sort of being aware of what's going on around you that's very hard obviously if you haven't started yet um but it's very important to take in like the company culture. You don't want to like stand out is really the thing. Like you don't want to be taking like way more days than everyone else around you. Um, and like you don't want to burn. It sounds like you have to take one day off. Right. Yeah. I don't and think you have And you I think that like that's totally fine. I, yeah. I think if you take one if you day took a off week between, off in April before you even started, I would be like, that's a little aggressive. One day off between January and September is like no problem. If someone mm. took one day off between January and yeah, September like, for us, I'd be like, they don't, they're amazing. Honestly, I think the fact that you're even concerned about it is a very good sign that you probably are not like the most abusive person of this policy, of whatever policy it is. Yeah. Um, I would request this two months in advance. Right. I mean, so after you've worked for two months, then request the thing, then request it like. Or should she request April. it before she even starts? You could maybe... Just to like give them... Because she knows now and she wants to do... Or you, what you can say is... And I think your boss would appreciate this. Is, hey, like, I have this bachelorette party. I just... Like, I came across this thing. If it's a, if it's too big of an issue for me to take it, I don't know how... I haven't started yet, so I don't know how busy that time of year is for you guys or... or well, it sounds like it's right after tax season, so it'll be kind of <laughs> chill. Well, that's what I'm saying. You could, I'm saying, like, you don't really know what it's like. I think they'll appreciate you even asking. You saying, I haven't worked here yet. I don't know what, like the company policy is or the culture is or how busy you are around this time of year. If it's a problem, I definitely don't have to take it, but I do have this bachelorette party um, that I would like to take the day off for. But again, like I don't have to, if this is a really busy time of year for you. Yeah. And I mean, just to go to your follow up question about unacceptable versus unacceptable reasons to miss work. Taking a vacation is a perfectly acceptable reason to miss work, whether it's a bachelorette party or it's just you wanting some time to relax. That is a normal part You don't have to have working. like a serious reason to take off. Right. They're like, un it's not about unacceptable versus acceptable. It's about taking excessive vacation right. for non-emergency things mm -hmm. versus taking, being like conservative about vacation and kind of being like, oh, they go on vacation, maybe like maybe two small vacations a year or one big vacation a year. Like those right. are normal things to do or figuring out like the culture that you work in also is an important thing like if you work for like if you work for an account accounting firm for example like 
it's it's different. It's a different the time of year that you should plan your vacations is probably different than someone who has does not have to do like yearly income taxes around a certain couple of months every year. Right. Like it's very much about feeling out the culture, feeling about like when other people like if, you could also ask when you when you get an offer, be like, what are unacceptable times like yeah to, I to would take just, off every company has like certain months of the year that they're really busy or certain times of the year where like it's harder to take off than it is in other days yeah i would just ask not like right before you know like ask in advance either before you right. start like jordana suggested or if you'd rather just start you could like do right. it a few months in advance but not like your third week like and you can ask if that's even okay like that's like because it seems like you are willing to just go late if that's the case you could say like because I don't know, I would like to know from your experience, like, would you think that would be like a tough time of year for me to take off one day? Something else you could do if you like want it, you can make this offer. It doesn't have to be like, it could kind of be an empty gesture if you want is like that you could offer to make up the hours, maybe by working like one Later, extra hour right. every day for the two weeks before or something right. or like in a time that's more busy. So I think feeling it out and just like making it clear to your bosses that you're conscientious about it. Yeah. And that you were, that you care about just showing them that you care by even asking in the first place, not just saying this is when I'm taking off. Right. I think people appreciate that. Just the sense of like, they want, they, that you're trying to make things easier for them by sort of, asking them what their thoughts are on it before you even take it. And the more senior you become in a, in a company and the more you've been around the, you know, the more you understand the company policies and the more you can be like, okay, I know the company. I know like that this is not going to be a good time. Or I know that people are taking off way less time than this, or people are taking off way more time than this. Right. Um, It's more about how you ask than what you're asking for in some cases. Right. I think this is one of them since it's literally one day. I agree. Okay. Let's Let's take a quick break. And then play games? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. One of the problems I run into a lot is that my shower is absolutely filled with half-empty hair products that I never end up finishing because I kind of get bored of them and then I get a new one. But I finally found one that I feel like I can really stick to, and that brand is Living Proof. They approach the toughest beauty challenges with technology from MIT Science. So you're dealing with science and not just marketing gimmicks. They... Honestly, my hair, I've gotten so many compliments on it lately. I've been using the mask and it's great. It like tames my whole like head of hair. It feels like great, It's looking smooth. very tame right now. Thank you. I mean, I did get a blowout, but it's also because of the Living Proof products that I have been using. Yes. So something I, the thing I've been using lately, in addition to their regular shampoo, is their award-winning dry shampoo. It actually cleans your hair. Most dry, I was never a dry shampoo girl before I started using Living Proof. Um, But it takes away like all the oil, the sweat. I often will work out and not wash my hair immediately. So when I use this, this actually really helps. Um, And yeah, it's just been like really amazing. It's no wonder that they've won eight of the best beauty breakthrough awards. Yeah, I love their stuff. They also have great travel shampoos, which I've been taking on vacation with me. So do what we did and make the switch to Living Proof today by visiting livingproof.com slash slapped and use the promo code slapped to get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo with your purchase. That's livingproof.com slash slapped, promo code slapped for a free sample of dry shampoo with your purchase. livingproof.com slash slapped, promo code slapped. Okay. We're back. Shoot, fuck, Mary. Ari from The Bachelor, Prince Charles, and Kanye West. Ooh. Hmm. Shoot, Kanye West. I think I'm shooting Ari. I think I would fuck Ari. No, I'm going to marry Prince Charles. I'm going to have sex with Kanye. 
Just because, like, I feel like there would be a lot to critique because he thinks he's so great. Oh, it might be fun. But he yeah. might be. I feel like he would be, like. I'm getting rid of Ari. He really annoys me a lot. I would have sex with Ari because Kanye West is, like, so awful these days. Yeah. But Prince Charles, yes, definitely marrying. Okay. I'd marry him, too. Great. Would you rather spend the entire month of December drunk or the entire month of December sober? It's tough because there's so many fun parties. Honestly, like probably sober. I can't drink anymore. At this age in my life, probably sober too. But like December is a fun drinking month. There's a lot of parties You would going have to on. be drunk the whole time. <sighs> yeah, I can't be drunk the whole time. I'm sorry. I know. You're right. Okay. Like literally you'd have to be drunk like during the day. I agree. I can't. Like I, I literally have lost all my drinking abilities. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. You also have lost our drinking I know, abilities. I too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't really feel bad for either of us. How are we like, going to go to Cornell? Our, we, had our, we had our fun. How are we going to go to Cornell? The most fun school, party school ever. No, but like, you know, it's still yeah. fun. It's all college. All right. Would you rather be friends with someone who puts Christmas decorations up in August or someone who leaves their political lawn signs <laughs> on their lawn six months after the election? Um, hmm. I'd probably rather be friends with the political person. <laughs> I think I'd rather be friends with the Christmas person because I feel like they'd just be more positive. They're like so excited that they're going up so early. Whereas the political person, it would just be like a little depressing, I think. I would just like, I mean, are, is it a political law and sign for someone who won or someone who lost? lost. Which person is it? Lost. <laughs> who is the person? No, it's not. It's whoever you like. You like the person. Fine. The be- okay. I would probably be friends with the political person. I'm being friends with the Christmas decoration p- person. Yeah. I always like think it's like very weird when people's Christmas decorations are up outside of like the week. I always of, like, feel like it's really weird when someone has lawn signs up for too long. I though. do too. I think lawn signs. I think all of it's weird, but at least we can have an interesting conversation. I guess about some shit. I'm gonna stay with the positive party, even though I'm not drinking, so I might not be as fun to hang out. With yeah. And that's our show, guys. We will see you next week. Very exciting. Bye. Betches.